Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's winter time. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. What's up, everybody, and welcome back into another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight I'm here on Easter Sunday, and we're going to talk a little bit about some college baseball action, especially the Auburn uh, and Mississippi State series. Then we're going to talk about Tony Vitello uh, chest bumping the umpire in the Tennessee-Alabama series, Tennessee taking two or three from Alabama after Alabama takes game one. And then we are going to talk a little bit about our next biggest guest coming on this show, Eric Hubbs from Barstool Sports. He covers the Yankees for Barstool Sports, and we're going to talk a little bit about the New York Yankees and the problems that are going on early in the season, 5-5 five and five in their first 10 games. And I really want to get Eric's thoughts and his opinions uh, on, on a couple of topics about the New York Yankees. So we are really excited and we just absolutely stoked about Eric coming on and the future of this podcast and everybody who listens and downloads and subscribes. And I'm just through the roof, man. And, and first, I want to thank God, uh, you know, especially on this Easter Sunday, because we all know without him, none of this is possible. I want to thank my fiance for just putting up with me while I do these podcasts and just giving me all the things I need to be able to do this podcast and I really appreciate her and uh, all her, all of her support and then I really appreciate my two co-hosts uh, D Lane who is my brother and DG uh, who is one of our very best friends and watching DG lead his middle school baseball team to the area region championship in Mobile County this week uh, was truly special. And that is one reason why we have taken a big gap this weekend 
uh, in between episodes is because Thursday we were out watching DG win the area region title in middle school, and they beat Causey Middle School, their crosstown rivals. They beat them 13-10 to in a really, really solid game. It went down to the seventh inning. Causey had runners on in the seventh with two outs. And it was just special. It was really special. So, um, yeah, I thank those guys. And, and, folks, look, I hope each and every one of you spent time with family. I hope you went to church. And I just hope you cherish this Easter Sunday with, with each and every moment that you spent with your family. And I hope it was just uh, absolutely incredible for each and every one of you. So, with that being said... I want to run this belly up ad and thank them, of course, like I always try to do each and every episode, for letting us be a part of their network. And we are just extremely excited and we are so thankful for the opportunity. And I will never, ever go an episode without thanking Belly Up for giving us this platform and for being on their network. So here we go. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Guys, welcome back, and I love that little belly up ad. It's it's absolutely awesome, and just really, really solid people who run the Belly Up Sports Network. So uh, if, you, if you can, go check out the, the website, and check them out on Twitter. If you have Twitter, follow up there. Uh, and even on Facebook, follow their Facebook page. So do what you can, and, and just uh, you're going to enjoy this network. But moving forward to the first topic that I really want to talk about tonight is the Auburn and Mississippi State baseball series. It was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series, and you know I really, I really knew it was going to be a tough series for Auburn to go in and get with everything that the D1 baseball experts were saying. Like they were kind of. They were kind of counting Mississippi State out. If they lost this series to Auburn, that you could just kind of fold the season up for Mississippi State, that their backs were against the wall, and the writing was actually on the wall for Auburn that, hey, you're going into the defending national champion house, and you need to get two or three, but it's going to be really, really difficult. And Thursday night, Auburn loses an absolute heartbreaker absolute heartbreaker right and i actually think that losing that heartbreaker on thursday night set up for failure on friday and them getting just absolutely manhandled on friday made a late push made a late push in in that second game but uh, it was nine to one at one point friday so it's just really hard to get up for your next game after you lose a game like that that you Let's be honest. You sh- you should have won. So, um, you know, and then and then coming back that Saturday and and salvaging the series with the play at the plate was just absolutely incredible. It shows that Auburn, uh, even though down two to nothing in the series, you don't give up. Like I've said all year long, this team fights. They scratch. They claw until the very last out. And you saw that. You saw that Friday when they were down nine to one. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. But game one, we're going to talk about this heartbreak. Uh, Auburn loses seven to six. They get behind early in the first with the uh, state taking a two nothing lead when Logan Tanner singled home an RBI, and then uh, they get a sack fly to bring home another run to take an early two nothing lead. 
And then you got Nate LaRue coming in for Auburn in the third. I mean, he just hit an absolute tank down the left field line, people. I mean, Nate LaRue hit one of the hardest balls I've seen hit all year. And uh, and and that gets it two to one, and then Bellow with the fielder's choice to two B to bring home Cole Foster in the fifth. Auburn was trailing three to two, and in the sixth, AU finally breaks through and takes the lead with a five to three lead. Uh, you had Lou uh, Larue with the with the walk, and then Rambush driving in uh, driving in some runs with the single. And then um, Mississippi State comes in down two, five to three in the bottom of the seventh, and Cumbus and Jaeger go yard to tie the game up five to five. So there you go, Mississippi State backs against the wall. I said it wasn't going to be easy. They come up with two clutch bombs, fighting for their tournament life. Okay. And then Auburn retakes the lead in the eighth with a Cole Foster blast. Okay, uh, six to five. Auburn's looking really good. You got Burke Halter coming in. Hey, lights out, baby, right? Well, Mississippi State gets a guy on first in the ninth. And a ground ball is hit to second base at Cole Foster, and he makes an error. Guy slides into second, safe. And next thing you know, Auburn walks in. Um, I think Mississippi State singled, and then – they get a guy bases loaded and Auburn walks the run in. It was devastating to watch. Uh, I feel for for Cole Foster. Hey, mistakes happen. I'm not blaming anybody on this podcast. The dude's been a baller for Auburn all year long. Uh, pick your head up, man. Everything's gonna be all right. You know, mistakes happen. Errors happen, man. Uh, I think. You know, I see a lot of fans on social media. They want to jump down these kids' throats so quick, but. You got to take a step back, all right? Cole Foster's been a hooper all year long for Auburn. Don't go down in the guy because he, he just made an error, you know, late in the game and in a, in a big time moment. It happens, all right? I, I, we go back to the College World Series run, all right? We were playing Mississippi State. Remember that meltdown? We can't jump down these kids' throats, all right? They give it their all for Auburn, and it was just uh, it was an unfortunate error. So we move past it, and you know things happen. So you go you go into Friday, and and you're down one to nothing in the series, and unfortunately Auburn drops game two nine to five. And like I was saying, Preston Johnson, man, seven innings for Mississippi State, four runs, four hits, two base on balls, and ten. Uh, no, excuse me, twelve Ks, twelve Ks. I'm sorry. Uh, and then once again, like I said, man, Brad Cumbus just lighting it on fire. He was four for five, had a home run and three RBIs. And then Cameron James, three for five, two RBIs. And then uh, R.J. Yeager, once again, also had two RBIs. And uh, his was actually, R.J.'s was a double down the left field line in the sixth to go up four to nothing. And then Cumbus comes in in the seventh and has a three-run homer to make it seven to one. And then right behind that, James, bang, two-run homer to make it nine to one. Auburn kind of battled back and, and made it nine to five, and then you had a little rain delay. The rain was on and off all day, and it just it wasn't Auburn's day. And I don't tell me when the last time Auburn won a game two was in an SEC series. I, I maybe I think it was Ole Miss. I think it was Ole Miss opening the opening series, and and that's also crazy. Like the two series that we've lost in SEC play was to both Mississippi schools. 
absolutely crazy. But uh, not a lot in that second game to to get excited for. You know, I mean, Mississippi State just slapped us around, to be honest. And so Mississippi State wins the series. And then you go to game three, and you can't get swept, all right? Like I said before, Tanner Allen from Mobile, Alabama, always said, hey, just avoid getting swept on the road, okay? When you're, when you're series at home, avoid getting swept on the road. That's what championship teams do. Avoid getting swept on the road. So what does Auburn do? Hey, from back-to-back weekends, player of the series, Joseph Gonzalez, eight innings pitch, seven hits, two earned, zero walks, six Ks. All right, Auburn wins game three. Thriller finish. Thriller finish. Mississippi State takes a 2-0 lead in the second uh, with uh, two solo shots by Hines and Clark. And then you know, it's a low-scoring game, Auburn 3-2, to very low-scoring game. That's the only time Mississippi State scored. They had a couple of other opportunities, but uh, like I said, Joseph, Gonda- Joseph Gonzalez just absolutely slammed the door. Top seven, uh, Fristo hit by pitch, and uh, and then a double. And then Auburn uh, ties it 2-2 two to two after another uh, hit. But Cam Hill hit a little bleeder in between uh, short and third. And, and the third baseman kind of got, got in front of their short, uh, shortstop's way, acted like he was going to cut him off, and then the shortstop tried to barehand it. The ball trickles through, and Auburn ties it up. Okay, And, uh, and Fristo just really didn't have it uh, for State. It was, it was, it was rough. Uh, rough for Mississippi State in that game three, and then in, in the top eight, Auburn scores uh, once again on, on a on a bad inning for Mississippi State defensively. There was a couple errors mixed in there, and then Brooks Carson uh, hits a double down the right field line uh, to for Auburn to go up three to two, and uh, in bottom nine, hey Mississippi State gets a guy on, they bunt a guy over. Uh, Cumbus comes up, and hits a ball into left field, and Bryson Ware absolutely puts a dime on the money at the plate to win the game. I mean, people, if you haven't saw this play, go look it up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. Bryson Ware puts an absolute heat-seeking missile dot all right, to home plate to save the game. Avoid getting swept on the road, baby. That's what it, that's what it comes down to, avoid getting swept on the road. Absolutely love to see it. Down down two nothing in the series, and you hose somebody at the plate in game three to take one. All right. You salvage it. You're still tied for second in the West. Um, you salvage the series. You salvage the series on the road. Love to see it. D one baseball rankings just dropped their rankings tonight on on this Easter Sunday and, and Auburn's still ranked twenty fifth. All right, so you're still ranked, you salvaged the series, and, and you didn't get swept. So can't ask for much more than that. All right, we're going to keep up with more of this Auburn baseball team and and the the, the, the closer they get to the SEC tournament. Just uh, really proud of them, man. Really proud of them for that game three performance. Joseph Gonzalez has has been one hell of a player for Auburn this year. So uh, can't wait for more Auburn baseball this week. You know, of course, the Uptempo podcast will be covering it uh, 100%. So, uh, moving on to the next topic and in this next little incident that happened with, uh, Tennessee's head baseball coach, man. So, you know, yesterday we're watching this Alabama, Tennessee game, Tennessee, uh, pitcher 
gets just absolutely drilled, right? Alabama guy just hits a freaking seed back up the middle, uh, drills Tennessee's pitcher. He's rolling around, and apparently somebody from Alabama's dugout says something, and the Tennessee assistant didn't like it. He approaches the Alabama dugout. They stop him. He gets tossed, and then Vitello comes out, and he's talking to the ump. They're bickering back and forth, and then you can see Vitello's. Uh, you can see his tone change. All right, you can see the neck flare out. the The tone changes. The arms start um, swaying back and forth, and and he's just he's pissed at this point. Well, Ump said, "Hey, I've had enough of you. You're gone too, buddy." And then Vitello bumps the umpire. Okay, he bumps him, chest bumps him, walks right up to him, bang, chest bumps him. Points his finger, yada, yada, yada. All right? There's one thing you can't do. Can't put your hands on an umpire. Can't chest bump an umpire. You can't chest bump an umpire, man. You're frustrated, okay? Earlier in the week, they lose to Tennessee Tech. Granted, it was a wood bat game. But then Alabama comes into your house in game one, and they spank you, six to three. All right, so there was frustra- there was frustration involved. All right, you were zero and two coming into this game in the week. All right, with a loss to Tennessee Tech, a loss to Alabama. We all know that Alabama and Tennessee is a heated rivalry. Okay, but there was frustration involved. And you let it get the best of you. And it can't happen. It can't happen. Now, did he do it to fire his team up? Maybe. Maybe. Um, I just don't think that's the way you really go about firing your team up. Um, Maybe get an ejection. That's cool. But to bump an an umpire? Because now you're going to get suspended. All right, the SEC is going to uh, review this. They're going to look at it. They're going to go over it, analyze every little piece of this video, and they're going to suspend Vitaly. Um, I'm not sure for how long, but I say probably two series. Probably two series is what I would think they're going to suspend him for. You got to. You got to. Uh, you got to. No way, no other way around it. It should, it can't happen. It really can't happen. It can't. And and I can tell you right now, it happened because Alabama won game one, and then the Tennessee players making the comments about they just acted like they won the World Series. Look, it's a rivalry game, all right. You've lost one game all year, and they walked into your house. What no other SEC team has done so far this year, and they beat you. They slapped you around, all right. Of course they're excited. Of course they're going to act like that. Look, this is Alabama baseball, okay? Alabama baseball hasn't been relevant for some time. And now they got a pretty damn good team, okay? I will put them up against anybody in the country hitting the baseball. They are one of the best offensive teams in the country swinging the sticks. Pitching, a little shaky. Hitting, they can rake, all right? Diodati, an absolute freaking stud. An absolute stud. He's one of the best hitters in the country. Doesn't get a lot of uh, highlights or name getting thrown around out there because he plays for you know Alabama and they're not one of the the top 
so-called powerhouse baseball teams in the SEC, but you better go check the kid out if you haven't because he's a freaking animal. All right? But this can't happen. This incident should have never happened. You're going to get a suspension, and it just kind of looked bad on college baseball. The atmosphere in Knoxville, great. Loved it. Loved the fans heckling Alabama. Just all for it. But the coach, take it back a notch, man. Step back a little, step back a little bit, and and just just look at what you're doing, okay? Just look at what you're doing. Your team needs you more than this uh, suspension that's coming and little act of foolishness, in my opinion. So that that's just my thoughts on that. Tennessee comes back, takes games two and three, and beats Alabama in the series, and uh, you know they stay at number one in the rankings. D1 baseball rankings leaves them there, as they should have. I I don't think Tennessee should drop from the number one spot. Uh, they dropped Alabama out of the rankings. I believe that they come in at like number thirty, uh, right outside the polls. So, just uh, really good baseball weekend, man. It, if you didn't watch any baseball, I, I hate it for you. I know the USFL has kicked back off. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just don't see the USFL making it very far. It's going to be the same thing with the XFL. The NFL will kill out any competition it has because it's just it's sometimes it's taking viewers away from the NFL. That's how I truly feel about it, and I just feel like the NFL is out to kill any little uh, weed or, or seed that is trying to grow. And the NFL will kill that if it if it starts taking any spotlight off of the NFL. So, <clears throat> moving on, man. You know, like I said earlier, Eric coming on the show, Eric Hubs from Barstool Sports. We're gonna we're gonna link up tomorrow. Uh, we got a schedule scheduled uh, interview set up, and I'm just absolutely excited. I can't freaking wait, man. Uh, just the biggest guest that we've had on the show. And Joel Gunderson, man, hey, I never said my favorite, all right? I know we had the Twitter exchange a while ago. I never said my favorite guest, okay? But uh, love that Joel. Uh, anytime talking about Oregon football, I can't wait to get him back on here. But, man, Eric going to come on here and talk about some Yankees baseball. And the Yankees lost a series to the Baltimore Orioles this weekend, okay? They scored six runs in three games, okay? Six runs in three games. And that is why I want to bring Eric on this podcast is – Look, the the Yankees shouldn't be losing to the Orioles in a three game set. Okay, the Yankee, the Yankees, excuse me, the Yankees um, scoring six runs with this lineup that they have is just inexcusable. It should never happen. Just and you look at the quality of at bats, especially in today's game. You know, me me and my parents and my brother we're sitting there watching the game today, and just. Absolutely pathetic at bats. Pathetic, pathetic, piss poor at bats. And like I said, one of the main reasons I want to I want to get Eric on. We, we want to talk about Judge. We want to talk about the Yankees not being able to factor any offense and and push across any runs. How can they change this? You know, is there any any lineup? Is there any lineup ordeals or? or Routes they can go with changing anything up. Is Brian Cashman 
the the GM for the future. You know, he's been there for, I mean, a little over a decade, I believe, and and it just it just feels like that it's starting to get a little old and toxic, and so they're a mystery right now. Look, I know we're only ten games in, but they're five and five, and I mean, losing to the Orioles, man. Getting one out of three from the Orioles is just that's not the Yankees. So I'm just I'm a little frustrated, but it is what it is, and I can't wait to get Eric on here and talk about it tomorrow. So that being said, I appreciate each and every one of you joining me. If you could go to Apple, go to Spotify, leave a review, five star review if you could, uh, and and subscribe to the show so you can get updates when each episode drops. And, guys, I just really appreciate you listening to each and every uh, episode of this show. And I have absolutely enjoyed giving you our content, our um, so well thought out and, you know, just hard work content that we try to give each and every one of you. So, with that being said, I can't wait to see you guys tomorrow night uh, with this next episode. It should drop late tomorrow night, early in the morning. Whichever one I decide, but hey, if you're subscribed, it'll let you know. So, with that being said, I'm out of here. I will catch you on the next one. Eric Hubs from Barstool Sports. Can't wait. Let's get it. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.